0: Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes, a real play Call of Cthulhu RPG campaign using Roll20.net. I am your keeper of arcane lore, Jeremy Boomstick Johnson. Your investigators of the unknown are... Brian Johnson as Samantha Sam Brewster. No
1: more green stuff, please.
0: George Gallagher as Chuck Blaine. But how does that make you feel? And Matt Zealish as Daniel Williams. Big hole gonna go big boom.
2: Matt just talking about last night.
3: Taco Bell.
0: All right, so uh, how are we doing tonight? What are we eating
1: and drinking? Um, I am drinking. I'm not eating anything, but I'm drinking my dinner. No, <laughs> um, I'm having a uh, RJ Rockers.
2: Dunkle dark
3: wheat ale.
2: Me too. What are the odds of that?
3: I'm drinking cherry mist twist, which is better than normal mist twist because it's cherry flavored. It's
0: mist more misty. Has
3: George tried the cherry? I've heard mist only mist weird
0: twist? people work for mist twist. Does it have 50% more Stephen King?
3: <laughs> no, it doesn't take place in Maine. No,
0: not carry. It's cherry. Well, I'm drinking a uh, outside ales Hito with mint and lime.
3: You put the lime in the coke, you nut.
0: Before we begin, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. And now a word from our sponsor.
3: Mom, Dad, homemakers alike. When you come home at the end of the day tired and weary, do you really want to think about cooking dinner? Well, turn off those brains, plop down in front of that new fangled idiot box and think no more. Mouths of Madness TV dinners to the rescue with three great entrees fit for the whole family, including Sarnath Salisbury Steak. Our otherworldly beef will drive you utterly bonkers. With delight, drenched in a luscious, unidentifiable gravy quite possibly created from the remains of our fallen enemies and allies, you'll learn what real down-home cooking can do to a person's fragile psyche. Miskatonic macaroni and cheese. Ooey. Gooey. And dripping with hopelessness, despair, and plenty of formless dairy byproduct, our mac and cheese is so addictive you'll spiral into a never-ending depression, questioning your very existence once you realize it's all gone. And Dunwich Fried Chicken. Enjoy our generous finger licking three-piece helpin' of crispy I-Can't-Believe-It's-Not-Chicken. You've never tasted mock chicken like this before, and once you've ingested the entire contents, you won't live to ever again. Remember, when no one feels like being chained to slaving over that hot stove, just head on down to your grocer's freezer section to pick up mouths of madness TV dinners. So great, they'll send your taste buds straight to the insane asylum new from herbert west labs remember folks if it's not west it's not the best
0: when we last left our heroes daniel managed to escape the clutches of the thin man and meet back up with chuck dave parker goes missing overnight but shows back up in the morning Chuck and Daniel strike out to investigate the tracks Daniel found the previous night and instead happen upon a collapsed mine. Sam awakens after a bad nightmare and is informed that the missing doctor has
2: reappeared in town. Oh yeah, we didn't really uh, do anything with that information, did we? Nope. <laughs> Shockingly a little.
3: Well, it's not like you or I know this at this point. Only <laughs> guys, let him get
2: through the intro.
1: <laughs>
3: No.
0: Sam continues to study the Book of the Underlands and finds out that the gaunt requires six victims before it disappears. Katie also informs her about the Wards of Gold quote from the Book of Indian Legends. And now we continue Chapter 1, Episode 8, Lights, Camera, Chaos. All right, let's pick up with Sam. What would you like to do with that new information that you learned from Katie?
2: Or the information that was very vital that we never did anything with last episode. (laughs) Just putting that out there. (laughs) Katie,
1: is there anything you can do to help me with this? This sounds like the key to stopping these disappearances and hopefully save some lives.
0: I can't give you any more information than I've already spoon-fed you.
1: (laughs) Sounds like an interesting date. I'm wondering if the Gold Ward's information is in the book that I'm reading. Or if I should revisit the book of Indian legends. Do you mind if I grab that as well?
0: Sure, you can read it. You read it, and it it's basically what exactly what I read you verbatim last time.
1: And very dense.
0: It's well it you know, essentially it just says that the thin man or skinny one in Native America needs to be entombed in earth and wards of gold need to be placed above. Does that make sense?
1: It does, but I'm not sure what the wards of gold are. That's where I'm getting confused.
3: Grab a dictionary, look up the word ward, look up the word I gold. know what it means.
1: What, what type of ward is it? How, where do I get the gold to make this ward? How do I put it above the hole? There's a lot of details that you have to do correctly, or it will not seal in the monsters.
0: And, and not necessarily correctly, but probably quickly. Yes. Shit.
1: Driven back with magic and gold and sealed beneath the earth with golden wards.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. How could we not? We'll just go down to the
3: local ward emporium.
1: Make sure it's gold and not platinum this time.
0: (laughs) Sam, why don't you give me an intelligence roll?
1: Okay, because I'm not very smart.
0: Can I do it? I'm really smart. Needed a 70 or below, you rolled 62, so that is a success. Even though you're a young lady. You do understand that ward isn't necessarily a thing. It's you can ward off anything with something, right? You're warding it. So if it's a ward of gold, it's just something of gold to keep it there.
1: Ah, a manhole cover. I knew it.
0: That's what warding is. So when you ward off a vampire with a crucifix, uh, you know that's not a magic thing. It's just you know. You're so it's not
1: like it Norito then, where you have a seal ward where it's magic that actually holds in this. Nine-tailed fox,
0: <laughs> right, or a or a, like a, uh, a a like a like, a, like a, a magic scribe or anything weird like that. It just means you're warding it off with gold. That's all. It means. And
1: ward does have more than that.
0: It does. It could be a ward and a psycho ward, which you might be headed towards.
1: Okay, Katie, I think I need to get this information out to the movie set as soon as possible. I thank you so much for all your hospitality and everything. And after all this is done. I'd like to take you out to dinner if, that's, if you're okay with that.
0: She blushes a little bit. Of course, of course. Um, just let me know if you need anything. Thank you so much. And good luck.
3: How am I getting back to the movie set? <laughs> <laughs> she walks outside and is like, wait a minute.
1: Wait a minute. <laughs> um, I'm going to run run over to the hotel, motel, and see if I can uh, phone the, uh, a taxi cab or, or something and get a ride back
0: out to the You can get a taxi cab any place okay. in town. Mm-hmm. You can call for one. It's no problem. Yeah, I would love okay. to do that. So Chuck and Daniel, you're back at the uh, film, or, or yeah,
2: I guess you're back at the film set, right?
3: No, we left to go into town to look up books on demolitions
2: by dynamite. No, 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 no. We went to we went to the film set. I had planned to go to the library, and then I said film set because I was thinking special effects department for dynamite.
0: Ah, that's right. I do recall. Okay, you you head back into the film set. It appears they're still quite busy. As a matter of fact, you see one of the trailers is gone.
3: Yeah, can we tell just by looking at it which one it is? or?
0: Well, it
2: really just matters if it's David's or not.
0: Uh, it is not David's, no. It <laughs> uh, appears to be uh, some other person that you Joe haven't Schmo. met yet. Yeah. Cool.
2: All right, I want to find Bill. Okay,
0: uh, he is uh, with Stephen uh, Goulding, the director, and they appear to be walking briskly... Along the, uh, the set. All right, Bill, I need to
2: talk to you uh, alone real quick. It's important.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Hang on just a minute, Steven.
2: Okay, no problem.
0: And he comes over. Yeah, Yeah. what's, what's going on? Old okay, friend. so we've
2: been out here for how long now? A week or something. Without uh,
0: It's been about really, four, four days, five days.
2: Yeah, without any pay. We're not really expecting pay. So what I need is for you to just trust me completely on this one thing. And if you have any explosives in your special effects department, we need those.
0: Oh, uh, no, we don't have anything like that. Nothing. Do you have any contacts or
2: anything where you
0: could acquire something? Well, I
2: some? guess I, back in,
0: you know, Hollywood, sure. Uh, it would take a couple days, though.
3: I don't think we have a couple days, boss.
0: We don't have a couple days. What what What's going on? Well, hopefully it won't matter to you guys. We're basically done with filming. Um, we're going to pull out in the morning. Hey, hey. We've already sent some people home.
2: All right, well, thanks anyway. Yeah,
0: okay. I'm going to stick around in case you need anything. I'll be available after tomorrow morning.
2: Okay, we're heading into town now. We're going to try and figure some things out, but we'll let you know.
0: Uh, are you still using
2: Tony's car? Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, you're going to need to give that back to him because he leaves tonight. And uh, I'll, you, But you can use mine in the meantime. But uh, I'll be stranded here, so don't forget about me.
2: Oh, that would be awkward, wouldn't
0: it? Uh, yes, it would be awkward, thank you.
3: <laughs> you ever get that feeling you forget something?
2: Guys... <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm here still.
0: He hands you the keys. No questions asked. Let's head to town. You drive into town, and
2: where are you headed? The dynamite store.
3: Everyone knows that every town in America has a dynamite store. Okay.
2: Okay. It's a former mining town. They gotta We're have dynamites.
3: Dynamites are us.
0: Yeah, your, your is not really a mining town. It was uh, Green Green Grove that used to be a mining town back in the eighties. Oh, damn.
2: All right. Well, then to the library, Daniel. You have ten minutes to find out how to make a bomb. And it's the 50s, so no one will be suspicious of you.
0: <laughs> you, you, you pull up uh, to the library just as Sam is exiting to catch a cab that just pulled up. Boy, that's awkward.
3: You want to grab her? We might need her help. She's a little better at the whole booking thing than I am. Yeah. Hey, Sam. Hi. What are, you, what are you guys doing here? Long story short, no questions really asked. We need books on how to make bombs.
2: I mean, really, we need the knowledge within the books, not necessarily the books. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let's see if Katie has
1: anything.
0: Katie looks at the three of you as you come in. She's like, um, is everything okay? What Sam, what's going on?"
1: I think because of all of your help, Katie, we figured out how to stop this from happening, but we need oh my to God, we, what need, is it? we need to do a little bit more research. Do you have any books on how to make explosives or or anything having to do with that?
0: I do. I keep it under lock and key, but we we do have a couple uh books that uh basically show you the basics of it, sure. Would you mind terribly if we review those? No, of course not. She leads you back to her office and uh, opens up a cabinet that uh, has a bunch of different books. She takes a minute to sort through the titles, and she pulls out a handful of uh, like three or four books and hands them over.
3: Great. Do any of these have pictures? (laughs) That's
1: why I gave them to Chuck.
0: All right. Speed reading roll. Speed reading. Okay, so why don't you give me a roll there, Daniel?
1: No, it was Chuck, not Daniel.
0: Oh, Chuck is reading. I thought Daniel was doing it because he had the demolitions. So, but who's going to be eventually building the bomb?
2: Oh, I'm the one with Well, I think it's going to be a group effort, but I'm just trying to get the knowledge. He can do the part where he blows his fingers off.
0: Okay, well, let's do this, Chuck. So if you, you can aid him and give him a plus 2. If he, So your intelligence roll was uh, a, a 7, and you needed an 80 or below, so that's a, a, a ex, extreme success. So we'll go ahead and say that's a plus 6 to his demolitions, okay? Oh,
1: nice. Change that now, Matt.
0: Not yet. It's only going to be a temporary thing, just for this. And only when he actually attempts it. So you can you can put that in the wiki if you want to. So Daniel, give me a library. Damn.
3: You oh,
0: failed that. So because you failed that, I'm going to take off two points. So now you have a plus four to your demolition. So you're at what, 24?
3: 25.
0: 25. So that, that's, that is what you're going to do. So what what we'll do is this. So... If you want to gather enough material to make the bomb, you're going to need to pass a luck roll, okay? Now, I will let one of you attempt it. So whoever may have a better luck roll might be the one. Me
2: and Matt are both 65. So Brian, I thought was 65. 60. <laughs> we're all oh, dead even. So. So
0: Matt, you suck at rolling, you.
2: so... Just pick who you want to do. He's the boss. I've been doing well today with rolls. Oh, really Chuck. That's I, meant, I meant I meant I Daniel Will. Daniel will <laughs> okay. Mulligan so, Mulligan
0: Unfortunately you need a sixty five or below, you got a seventy seven. So you're gonna be unable to I'll assume that Chuck went upstairs and was on the phone trying to track down uh, some things that he knew that he would need uh, to build a bomb, but he's just really coming up empty. So you guys gotta figure out something else. The boomy boom thing isn't really gonna work.
1: What about uh like a like a Molotov cocktail, but on a big scale.
0: It'd be the same sort of deal, B. So the
2: the whole explosion thing... and It doesn't and take whatever. a genius... But I mean, isn't that just fire? glass and alcohol and fabric?
3: Sam, did you learn anything that might end up being a potential secondary solution here if we can't get this explosives things off the ground?
1: We know that they're driven back with magic and gold, so they're afraid of gold. It wards them off. So what we need to do is we need to figure something out, but... As far as sealing up the hole, I think we just, if this is actually their lair, which...
3: Not only did the place reek of dead things, but all all the plants around it were dead and rotting within a certain radius. And then outside of that, perfectly fine. Uh, There were no animal noises anywhere near it. There were no animal tracks anywhere near it. And it was an old mine shaft from the looks of it. There were, like, splintered timbers and, and rock.
1: Do you think the smell was the victims that are missing, like Bill and Will? bodies?
3: Possibly. I mean, I threw a pebble down no, there. I, I don't want
2: to think And of it that. was a
3: good three Mississippi until we heard it hit the bottom, so.
2: Three pissing distances? No pissing
3: distances. Three pissing distances to tinkle. Uh, I'm
1: really not sure what we're, what we're going to do here, guys.
3: Do we know anyone who has any gold that they wouldn't mind if we just kind of made go bye-bye?
1: Yeah, I highly doubt that would happen.
2: I mean, how much gold are we talking? Can we go buy a chain at a jewelry store? Right.
1: I don't think it needs to be a significant amount.
2: Um, a gold watch. Um, um, your, your Belinda does have uh, jewelry stores. 17 jewelry stores. Chuck, you're rich. Go buy a gold watch. The bigger problem is how are we going to bury it? Did we forget that part? Bury it in the earth and put the thing on top?
1: Yeah, sealed beneath the earth with golden wards. So
3: assuming we can just throw a gold watch into the hole...
1: That's not going to seal it. No. you got to seal it and put the gold on top. That's where the dynamite so comes in. But we're,
3: we already know where... Not going to be able to get that bomb together. Well, whatever we're doing, guys, we're going to have to do it fast, because as soon as that sun sets... Do we Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Do we have to blow up the hole? Or do we have to just seal it? We just have to seal it. With what? I don't know. Maybe one of the... part of one of the fake buildings? We could take
2: a wall down, set it over top of the hole, and put gold on top? We don't even have a vehicle that can get out there. Driving one. Remember, this is the this is farther into the hills than where oh, the jeep yeah. got stuck.
1: I'm just trying to I'm trying to give out Unless
3: ideas. Unless we can get guys. heavy machinery out there, none of the, that that rubble isn't going to be
1: a nuclear explosion. <laughs> well let's see if we can find some machinery that we can get oh Ah yes, out let's there. go
3: to the local cat dealership. It's the '50s. Somebody has a tractor.
0: They're they're obviously our you know dump trucks, uh, bulldozers. It would take you just about until dusk to drive one back. We
1: got to do this, guys. Let's go now.
0: I'd say right about dusk is when you would arrive.
2: Let's go, let's go die, guys. Come on. <laughs> I mean, is a building really going to be a seal? Part of a build, Like a wood? It's going to be like plywood. What we're going to
3: do is we're going to go out there. We're going to try. We need to get some sort of heavy machine out there, and we can just drag the rubble that's there back into the hole. Bulldoze right over top of it. Seal it up.
2: All right, well, you guys go get a truck. I'm going to go get a gold
3: Okay, something. come on, Sam. We need to find a construction office or someone around here who's willing to let us borrow a heavy machine of some sort. Katie,
1: thank you again. We really appreciate all your help.
0: I'll let you know how it turns out. Yeah, it's not a problem. Here's a, here's a phone book if you want to find a construction. There, I know there's a couple places just down about a quarter mile down the road. Fantastic. Thank you again. And, uh, Chuck, there is a, a jewelry store
1: just uh, three doors down. Or by the Italian restaurant.
0: Which one? So Chuck walks into a little shop that uh, says uh, gold jewelry on the front window. Uh, the bell tinkles, and this little guy comes out. Hey, what's
2: up there? What can I do for you? Wow, he's not a good salesman. I need the cheapest gold, real gold item you have. I got tons of gold. What do you need? The cheapest real gold item you have. That's a pretty definitive question, I think.
0: Uh, well, okay, what do you want? I got I got watches. I got gold bricks. What I do you want, want the
2: cheapest real gold item
0: you have. Well, What are you looking to do? Like ward off some spirit or something? Wait
2: a minute.
0: <laughs> that's what he asked. Old really, old
2: Jenkins. Uh, fuck this. <laughs> this
0: is bullshit. Chuck, you do spot a gilded crucifix hanging on the back wall. It looks like to be about three feet long by two feet wide.
2: Oh yeah, that's gonna be the cheapest thing they've got.
0: <laughs> How much is that thing? Oh, it's uh, for you. It's uh, it's quite the a deal. Let me let me just check your character sheet here. He doesn't get to check my character sheet. You have ten thousand on you. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Ten (laughs) thousand. You know, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That crucifix. uh, This is between me and you. That's an antique. It was found at Green Grove after the gold miners disappeared, and I'll give it to you for five hundred dollars.
2: I'll take it for two hundred because you're not going to be rushing <laughs> up and selling Soul. it elsewhere.
0: He reaches up, grabs the crucifix, looks like it doesn't weigh very much, and he puts it right on the counter. Oh, I'm sure it's out real. His hand for 200. If
2: it's a big ass crucifix. It doesn't weigh anything.
0: You are out two hundred bucks, and you now have a crucifix gilded with gold. Chuck and uh, Sam, or Daniel and Sam, rather. Uh, you find a quarter mile down the road, just like where Kitty said, the uh, a construction site where you have. Uh, there are plenty of men walking around. They're mm. pouring concrete. They're doing all kinds of constructing type stuff. There's a big burly guy. He's like, uh, hey, what's up there? Mm. It's a Diet Coke break. How are you doing there, little lady? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm fine, fine. What brings you into town?
1: We are looking to rent a front-end loader from you, my friend.
0: Oh, these things ain't for rent. What do you, I, I'll come out. I'll pour it for you. What do you want, a driveway? What do you got?
1: Uh, we actually have an old mine... That's uh, off of the highway a little ways that we need to seal up for the uh, the movie purposes. They want to shoot out there. We want to make sure it's safe.
0: Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I heard about that. you, uh, you so available? You th- you, well, do you think they got any parts for me out there? They might. Oh, you know, I, 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 I did a little uh, high school play here and there.
1: I, I do know the director. And I do oh, know the writer oh, yeah. as well.
0: Okay. All I right. can't promise uh, well, anything, but I will definitely put in a good word for you. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, Sure. But let's, uh, let's head out there. I can, I can have a crew out there uh, by, I don't know, let's, let's say dusk.
3: Wow, everything is lining up so conveniently
1: all of a sudden. That would be fantastic. If you could be out there 15 minutes before dusk, I will make sure you get a walk-on roll. All
0: right, so uh, who knows where this mine is? Is it that, is it that yep, kid right there? Yep,
3: I, uh, I can take you right back to where it is.
0: All right, all right. Why don't you stay with he me? He likes picture books. Stay with me and ride along. We'll, we'll take it out. Just you and me. All right, little lady, we'll meet you out there.
1: Sounds good. I go back and uh, hook up with Chuck.
0: Yep. You see, Chuck is uh, hoisting a gigantic crucifix.
3: Gigantic. <laughs> he's swinging it. Ah! In the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.
2: What'd you find, sir? Um, I think it is um a giant T, lowercase T. Wow, that is beautiful. It's gold. That's all we and, need.
0: Uh, but unfortunately, it didn't come with its own bag.
2: So we're we don't have a tea bag. Ah. Uh,
1: it,
0: it's afraid not. Afraid not. It was another. Five hundred for that. Well,
1: we get we have a crew that's coming out. They're gonna they're gonna be leaving here probably in about what time is
0: it? Uh, right now it's about uh, I think we said it's well, it's about two o'clock. Okay, they're
1: gonna leave in a couple hours. They can meet us out there shortly. So let's get a plan together as to how we're gonna do this so we can do it quick because we're gonna be cutting it real close to
2: to dusk. I think we should push a bunch of stuff on top of the hole and then put the gold thing on there and then go home.
1: I think that's a great idea. All right, break. So we have a couple hours until they're going to be out there.
2: So should we have some Italian food? And you're also around? on your Linda right now, so tell me what you're doing. Um,
1: do you mind if, since we've got a little bit of time, I'd like to run over and uh, check on the doctor. I guess he's he's still alive. He showed up a day or two after. And you're just now acting on this information? That is correct, because I found something a lot more urgent, such as we need to get this taken care of before my before bodies.
3: Not like we knew about this last um, week.
1: Sam, you're fired. Sweet. I'm going back to L.A. You guys could. Katie, I'm taking you with me. All right, let's go. Let's go see him. All right, let's go see the doctor, see if he's got any more information.
0: Daniel, you hop on board the... Uh, Choo-choo!
3: book mom on a bulldozer. Bulldozer
0: with uh, the construction guy and head out very slowly. He he um uh, proceeds to regale you with very boring stories of concrete the entire way. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. There is no such thing as a boring concrete story. Let's be realistic. Okay, that's right. true.
0: So enjoy that ride, Chuck and Sam uh you head out to the hospital, and uh the nurse recognizes you. She's like, "Oh my God, I'm so glad uh you know we we've we've been trying to jiggle his memory and may- maybe- maybe you'll do it he'll she'll jiggle something she she tells you his room number uh and asks that only you go up to his room uh, but she'll she'll make small talk with Chuck oh yeah, and she's like she keeps at looking at your uh giant tea and she's so where did you get that?
2: Um, uh, the giant tea store. Where else would you buy it? How interesting. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I have an emergency. Bye.
1: <laughs> they call me Mr. T.
0: So Sam, you walk into uh, the hospital room uh, up on the third floor and you see uh, Dr. Richard Roberts lying in bed. He has a swaddle of cloth wrapped around his head and he's looking vacantly at the far wall. Richard? He looks slowly in your direction. He has a blank stare.
1: What happened to you?
0: I they tell me that someone clubbed me and took my money, but I don't remember anything.
1: I'm just glad that you're okay. Do you need anything? Who who are you? It's it's Samantha.
0: Samantha. We
1: we went to dinner at one of the nine Italian restaurants?
0: <sighs> I don't I don't remember. I'm sorry.
1: That's okay. It'll come back to you.
0: I hope so. I, I'd like to be able to operate again.
1: Well, I just wanted to check in on you. Let me know if you need anything. Okay. If you let the nurse know, I will check in later and see if, that you're okay.
0: He nods and his gaze drifts back to the blank wall.
1: Goodbye, Richard.
0: He doesn't respond.
1: I head back out. He's he's still in in a in a state. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to communicate anything from get anything from
3: him. So. Only someone knew how to psychoanalyze
2: people. All right. People. Well, let's um.
1: I just want to get to the hole, okay? <laughs> Fine,
2: let's just go to Sam's hole. It's been too long.
1: Uh,
0: you guys head back to the film set. You pass the bulldozer on the way. Flip them off. Daniel. Daniel looks very, very unhappy. Good. <laughs> and you arrive at the uh, at the film set. It is about five o'clock. You have about two hours till dusk, and before the other guys arrive, uh, they they're gonna probably meet you directly at the at the mine location. But, uh, meantime, you're back at the film set, and you notice that there are even fewer vehicles. David Parker's trailer is gone. Shocker. And Jeep. Jeep is gone.
1: Well, we knew that he'd be out of here as quickly as he could.
2: Shifty little bastard.
0: Just as you guys drive up, uh, you can see Tony packing some stuff in the back of his uh, Bel air
2: Why are we even back at the movie set again? So we got a little time to kill. you we got a
0: couple hours before. Oh. Unless you want to go hang at the mine, that's fine, too. No!
1: well let's um we have his car we have um williams williams car mm-hmm. let's see if william wants to go with us he's He seems very curious about this. maybe this could be something for his next
0: book. Unfortunately, he is too tied up with the rest of the movie production. They still have some coverage to do and he's he's just really swamped right now. I'll
1: untie him and get him out of the swamp and then we'll go he
0: he's he looks to be a little worried he's not uh He doesn't appear very confident that they got enough coverage. And uh, David Parker, he says, left with a few more scenes to shoot, and they're hoping they can pick those back up in Hollywood.
1: Well, we're going to go take care of this, and um, we'll be back just after dark. And then we'll we'll help you with whatever you need so we can get out of here.
0: You hear the uh, front-end loader? Is that what they call it, Brian? Front-end loader? front-end loader, uh, rumbling down the highway so you know that you could uh, follow them at a slow speed and arrive at
2: dusk.
3: Exactly at dusk.
2: <laughs> I want to drive right next to them and throw things at Daniel. All right, go ahead Go ahead and give me a roll.
3: Throwing is a skill, believe it or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, It is. It is. Oh! Uh, you completely <laughs> miss him, and, he, and as a matter of fact, you throw so badly that he doesn't even notice that you threw anything at him, so... It's a it's a lose lose.
1: I'm gonna try to read his lips and see if I can uh, see what he's saying in there.
0: The uh, concrete guy is just talking about bricks and uh, mortar, and uh, and Daniel looks like he's completely asleep.
1: Roll for mortar. Oh, he's talking about Mordor. Wake up, you bastard! No, no one simply walks <laughs> into
0: oh, Mordor. Sorry. All right. So you, the uh, friend friendler keeps trolling along the highway as the sun sets uh, down towards the foothills, casting long shadows. You. Turn in. Daniel wakes up just in time to uh, indicate to the construction guy. We're
3: going to turn down this track here.
0: He's the the uh, construction guy is just really having a ball. He continues to talk a mile in a minute about you know rocks and crushing rocks and building buildings and you know how your Belinda is just really exponentially growing. And uh, before you know it, a large Italian population. (laughs) Before you know it, he's uh, into the rough part past where the Bel Air is. You know, he trundles up following your line of timbers that you left uh, up towards the mine, and and he has a. You both have a pretty good uh, viewpoint of it, perched up on the front end loader, uh, where where the uh, timbers and everything are at the at the very top, just as the sun is starting to set. So,
3: does this thing have a second gear we could use? Hit the nitrous button. <laughs> fast and furious construction edition
0: chuck and sam you're able to get so far with a little bit of the front end loader making a bit of a track but at some point you got to get out and uh hoof it up there if you want to be sure they can hoof on. it up
3: there before i get up there in the front loader so <laughs>
0: it's not super fast so we're all for hoofing so you arrive at the top of the foothill and the construction guy looks at you and he's like that's what you want me to do
3: so you see all these big rocks and old pieces of timber and stuff They all need to go into the hole. We just got to seal this up for safety purposes and whatnot, as we discussed earlier. All right.
0: Sam. Mm -hmm. You smell something very familiar.
1: Sorry. God damn it. Stop eating cheese. You know you're allergic.
3: (sighs) But it's cheese.
0: Sam, you do smell, again, that scent of freshly turned earth, except now you smell the decay of dead bodies emanating from the hole. Why don't you give me a spot hidden...
3: Let's not and say she just did.
0: Oh, you very easily see you needed a 70 or below and you rolled a nine. You do see that there are some odd scratch marks on the timbers that have collapsed over the hole.
1: Hmm.
0: As if something with claws had been climbing out of it.
2: Oh, boy. It's not dark yet, right? Guys, we need to hurry this along.
1: We need to get this sealed up now. There's no wait, wait, wait. We're getting this done. I tell Daniel that
2: we need to hurry. You
3: heard the nice lady. Let's get her done.
2: All right. No, no, wait, 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 wait. It is, is it dark? The sun is setting right now, which
3: means we need to get this in the hole. Well, well, now it's dark, George.
2: Thanks. (laughs) Well, okay. The question is, is he still in there? Is he out? He
3: can't go out until the sun sets, until it's dark out. That's not
2: really like a definitive point is the question, but let's just go for it. We got no other plan.
3: So
0: Daniel says, you heard the, the little lady. And the construction worker nods his head, lowers the front end of the front end loader. Is that what it is? Yep. And then proceeds to ram up. All of you see, just as the front end loader begins to approach the hole, the shaft, a thin arm peeks out, and then it's buried (sighs) by dirt and stone. You think you hear a howl from beneath the earth. And the front-end loader backs up. You can see the ground is completely flat now.
1: Chuck,
3: throw the neck. Put necklace. the giant T on top of it already. Put the T on it. T for top off. T-toss. Roll for T-toss. Who's going to do it? Chuck. He is the one with the giant T, so. Did
0: you ever see the ending of carry?
1: Oh God, I'm going to start backing up slowly <laughs> and
0: then turn into a sprint. T-toss. That's my T-toss roll. It's success. All right, we'll take it. We'll take it. So your mortar roll, you toss the uh, crucifix. It takes a few turns in the glinting sunlight just as it goes dark, and it embeds into the dirt, standing straight up.
2: Man, I should be a person who does things.
0: (laughs) There's There's a moment of silence, and then the rise of crickets.
3: Oh, no, not again. Rise of the planet of the crickets.
0: And then the construction guy goes, is that it? Who's paying me here?
2: oh yeah about that
1: uh <laughs> chuck will take care of you he's got nine thousand nine hundred
3: <laughs> he has nine thousand yeah. eight hundred dollars on him
0: <laughs> chuck pays the man and then uh you can uh walk back to the bel-air or not bel-air but williams car and uh head back into the film set where they are wrapping it up for real uh they've managed to complete the rest of the Scenes other than the ones that they need to just take back up to Hollywood. Uh, William looks very tired but very happy. He seems to be content with what they've done, and uh, he lets you know that uh, they're going to be peeling out in the morning. So if you want to stay the night here, you're more than welcome. They're kind of in party mood.
1: Yeah, why don't we uh, do
3: a little bit of
0: celebrating,
2: guys? Um, Sam, if you could just keep yourself under control, that'd be great. Thanks. I'm
3: going to hold back on the moonshine this time. Well, can I go and get Katie? <laughs>
0: The the crew is at about mm, two-thirds of what they were before. A lot of people have gone back to Hollywood to set up for the other sets. But uh, those people who are there break out the good stuff, and there is a bit of reveling going on. So Chuck uh, passes out really quickly, and uh, the uh, props department, uh, you know, dress him up in a weird wardrobe. So the the evening passes uneventfully. You wake up the next morning. uh, Everybody's packing up the rest of the film set. That's going to take him a a few hours uh sam you do get a call from katie an excited phone call in right in the morning and she's like what what did you guys
1: do we did it katie thanks to you i think we we stopped it
2: a lot of lsd
1: nobody's missing this is the first night that nobody's missing i think we did it we sealed it up. (sighs) well when do you have to go back um hold on a second let me check with my boss hey chuck when are we leaving I
2: literally don't care what you do. I'm leaving tomorrow.
1: Such a caring and kind boss. Do you mind if we swing into your Belinda so I can thank Katie in person for all her help?
2: I guess so. Thank you. I suppose it would be best.
1: Katie, um, why don't we have mm-hmm. lunch? Is that today? Is that okay? Before I head back, we're going to come into yeah, town. That's,
2: that's fine. I'll that's fine.
1: tell you all
0: about it. I'll see you then. The morning passes uneventfully. You uh the rest of the crew packs up and by noon they are pretty much pulled up stakes. Uh, they've left the set there in case they need to come back and do anything, but otherwise all everything's packed up, and uh, William comes out. Chuck, are you heading out? We all are, actually. Hopefully.
3: Hey, guys, I hear there's this really great Italian place in town.
0: Which one? <laughs> D- did, did you uh, find what you were looking for? Did you... I think,
2: we, I think we resolved this quite nicely.
0: I think we're going to be okay. Well, I think uh, you and I need to talk after this. Uh, would you meet me in Hollywood uh, a couple days from now?
2: Yeah, that's a specific location we can meet at.
0: Meet me at the studio, at King's Studio, uh, on uh, Wednesday. That's two days away. Wednesday, all right, why not? Uh, be there around lunchtime, would you say? There's somebody Are you going to bring the eat. check? or? Yeah, I'll pick up the check, don't you worry. <laughs> all right, that'll okay. work. Great. Uh, the film crew basically pulls up stakes and heads away from Yorba Linda, back towards Hollywood. Uh, you guys head into Yorba Linda and pull up to the library just as Katie comes out. Um, and she's, she's like, Oh, are, are we all having lunch?
2: Um, no, I, no, me and, uh, me and Daniel are going to go some to the other, um, one of the other 17 Italian restaurants.
0: Katie has lunch with you, Sam. And, uh, she seems very pleasant, uh, maybe slightly offish. And she's like, so I suppose you're heading back to Hollywood now.
2: Yeah, I have to. Hollywood. Actually, there was an incident. The D is gone. I understand. I understand.
0: Well, I hope. I was of some use to you.
1: You were of a great use to me. And if you are ever in Los Angeles, whether it be you happen to be there or you decide you want to make a specific trip, I would love to have you visit.
0: She nods and blushes a little bit, gives a secret little smile, and brushes your hand with hers. With a brush? With a brush, with a comb.
3: It ah, was a steel wool brush.
1: Thank you again for everything, Katie. It was a pleasure meeting you.
0: You're welcome. And you as well. I hope to see you soon. That's your lunch with Katie. Chuck and Daniel finish up their lunch at a nice Italian restaurant. They have a, another just fantastic butternut squash risotto. They essentially want to live on risotto now. You drive back to Hollywood, Los Angeles. Cut to Wednesday. Chuck, you meet William at the uh, King's studio. He comes out and greets you as you're parking your car. He's like, uh, so uh, you'll have to tell me all about uh, the finer details of what you guys found out. I'm very curious. I heard about the uh, front end loader and all that, and and you found some sort of mine?
2: Well, we found a, a shaft. I don't know if we ever really... It looked like a mine. We don't know for sure. Okay, okay. Well,
0: sa- save the story. There's, there's somebody I want you to uh, meet, and you can tell him all about it. And uh, he leads you into uh, not his... Uh, office but another office and there's a young lady sitting outside in the receptionist desk and uh, uh, William walks up to her and whispers something in her ear and she looks at you and looks at him and pushes a little intercom system and says they're here sir and you hear a voice Send them right in. and the door opens up and you see a very rotund man sitting behind a desk he Gets up as you walk in with William, and William turns to you and says, Chuck, I'd like you to meet Alfred Hitchcock. And that's where we're gonna end it. All right.
1: Yeah, it's awesome.
0: What'd you guys think of the adventure?
1: It was alright. <laughs> I think
0: we are
2: amazing.
1: <laughs> I think we need to learn how to roll. <laughs> uh,
0: rolling? Your, your rolling is not too terrible. No,
1: mine is realize. great.
2: <laughs> yeah, mine's, yeah, mine's
1: always- great too.
0: It's Matt's that's just got awful. Consistently terrible. This is the uh, part of the podcast where we do our recommendations of the week. Uh, this week I am going to recommend another board game. This one is called Pandemic Reign of Cthulhu. And again, this is a game that I saw in its... Um, basic form, just Pandemic, on Will Wheaton's tabletop a couple seasons ago. And it looked like so much fun. Uh, Essentially, it's a cooperative game, so you're not working against each other. You're working with the other players, and you are trying to prevent or escape a scenario where there are hordes of either zombies or something coming at you more and more. Each turn, it sort of gets worse and worse. Well, if you've ever played uh, Elder Signs, which is another board game based on Uh, Cthulhu, And there's an app out there, too. That's pretty good. Um, It is a turn-by-turn growing of Cthulhu's evil and all his minions and cultists and shoggoths. And each turn it gets worse and worse for you. And you have to seal these four gates on the board before time runs out, essentially. And if you do that, then you win. And if you don't, then the old ones take over and destroy the earth. So we we played that for the first time last night, and I will say that is a a quick and fun game. We were able to play two games uh, over the course of uh, an hour and a half, two hours, so it was a lot of fun. How about you,
1: Bri? Um, Well, I recently just introduced my daughter to the Harry Potter franchise, Mm -hmm. and we watched uh, Harry Potter The Chamber of Secrets this weekend. That's the uh, second one? Yeah, that's the second one, yep. And it was uh, it's interesting to see how much I actually know about Harry Potter when all the little nine-year-old questions come up. <laughs> um, it, w- it was pretty cool to introduce that to her, I, uh, I will admit. But she's got to do one a year because I don't want her getting scared. <laughs> the third one is the werewolves, and she oh, might yeah, not be ready worse. for that yet.
2: <laughs>
0: Gets a little dark. Yes.
2: Cool. How about you, George? Um... I don't have the bottle with me, but I had uh Dog and Suds Black Cherry Soda, which is uh, sort of a Midwest, Chicago, Western Michigan, Indiana kind of um, distribution, and it was surprisingly good. Um, and actually, I can't really find it anywhere else, but uh, if you're in that area, certainly worth checking out.
0: Was it uh, straight-up cherry, or do you like black cherry?
2: It's black cherry.
0: Okay. I, I like black cherry ice cream, but I don't, I don't like straight-up cherry stuff.
3: How about you, Matt? To uh, keep with my previous recommendation, I have another uh, really great indie game for people who are uh, looking to keep into that scene. It's a really great great place to be. So this is a, uh, a little-known game called Forced Showdown. And what it is is you play uh, one of several characters fighting for their lives in the universe's most deadly game show. As much fun as that sounds. It's up to you to survive several different rounds, or what they call battles, of... Seven smaller levels leading up to one big boss, and you have to beat several of those bosses to get to the end of the level. The only difference with this game is that every single battle that you choose has some sort of mutator on it that can either make your game more difficult or a little bit easier.
0: Well, it looks like fun. Sweet. Okay, well, I want to give a quick shout-out to another podcast that I've been listening to. Uh, This is called The Girls in the Back Row. And much like nightmares on Netflix, uh, these are two young ladies who uh, watch horror movies and then review them on their podcast. But they—they tend—they're not limiting themselves just to Netflix. Uh, they're actually uh, watching pretty much anything that interests them, and uh, they do really enjoy hardcore horror. They—I j- just listened to the first couple uh, of their episodes, and they did Suspiria, and they talk about you know a lot of. Really intense. Uh, Demons was another one, which is uh, one of my favorites. So they, they, they're not afraid to delve into pretty much anything. And they, they do a really good job. Um, they they sort of delve into it uh, in a, a much more uh, philosophical uh, depth, which is pretty cool. It's a really entertaining uh, podcast. So I highly recommend that. That is called The Girls in the Back Row. And uh, it's thegirlsinthebackrow.com. Uh, and their Twitter is at T-G-I-T-B-R. So I highly recommend that. Uh, That's it for this episode of The Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Feel free to reach out from beyond the veil with any comments or reviews. You can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com and on Twitter at lovecrafttapes or reddit.com slash r slash thelovecrafttapes or on Facebook dot uh, com slash lovecraft you can find me on Twitter at Boomstick Brew,
3: and if you want to keep up with the continuing adventures of Daniel Williams, the man who cannot roll a dice, you can follow me on Twitter at the Real Weird Kid.
2: And I'm on Christian Mingle. And I
3: figured out what Reddit is, and I'm installing it.
2: Well, that's it for this time. Uh,
0: next time we meet, uh, next episode, hopefully, will be Chapter Two, and we don't know what scenario that is yet. Yay. So we'll figure that out. Meantime, bye-bye. The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2016. For more information and advertising opportunities, please send an email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com.